0: Today we continue our adventure through Taiwan's animal kingdom. The dung beetle has a very special role in the Taiwanese ecosystem. Biologists say it is nature's road cleaner. But dung beetles are not just important for cleaning up dung from the forest floor, they also have an incredible sense of smell and a surprising ability to navigate if they get lost while foraging. Let's head to to the forest to learn more.
1: A dung beetle labors away, pushing a small ball of dung home. It uses the lamellate feelers on its head to smell out dung through the air and find its prize for the day.
2: You find dung beetles wherever there are monkeys. When the monkeys go to the toilet in the trees, the dung smashes on the ground and the smell is released. As soon as that smell is in the air, the dung beetles are on their way.
1: The beetles use their arc-shaped legs to roll the dung into a convenient ball so they can push it home. On the journey, they keep sticking sand onto it to make the ball firmer and denser. That preserves moisture so that the baby beetles at home can enjoy a nice fresh meal.
2: The dung beetle uses dung as food, so it is like a road cleaner in the natural world. If we didn't have dung beetles, then we'd see loads of dung everywhere in nature. The role of the dung beetle is to accelerate this cycle.
1: But there's more! Parent beetles must choose a good spot to make a nest for their children, before going out to find food. But dung isn't available just anywhere. If they end up traveling a long way to find it, they can use the sun, moon, and stars to navigate back home to the nest. Who would have guessed that these humble insects were so amazingly clever?
0: immigrants from all over the world come to taiwan where they find work build homes and contribute to making the island so special in today's installment of an immigrant story we meet helen soderbergh an abstract artist from sweden FTV reporter stephanie yang sits down with Soderberg to learn about her works doing a background
3: and then just adding in some flowers." She introduces her artworks on the wall. This is Helen Soderbergh, a Swedish artist who has been living in Taiwan since 2005. Soderbergh began abstract acrylic painting in 2020. She taught herself how to paint through experimenting and watching tutorials. She said her paintings are greatly inspired by Taiwan's architecture and people.
4: For inspiration, I think, with the abstract, it was a lot about Taiwan, being out in the community and seeing. I love the rough, kind of like, um, what do you call it, uh, the facade and the, the rustic, the old, and I find beauty in all of that. And so that's kind of like, if you look at my abstract art, that's what I'm doing, more the rough textured style. what mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i
3: Before moving to Taiwan, Soderbergh was a children's TV show host and scriptwriter in Sweden. She later moved to Taiwan in 2005 with her husband and daughter. She originally planned to only spend a year in Taiwan, but quickly
4: fell in love with the country and has been living here for 17 years. Taiwan, I mean, I love the people. It's so friendly and then it's safe. And then the weather is nice and food is, of course, really good. And uh, Yeah, I mean, it's Taiwan. What's not to like about Taiwan? In her first few years of living
3: in Taiwan, she sold craft supplies online. She later began making scrapbooks, handcrafted jewelry, and also taught creative workshops. In November 2021, she created an art program called Lutetia Art Attack at a coffee shop in Taipei, which provides an exhibition space for artists to exhibit their creative works.
4: Art Attack started with... Um, me coming to Cedric who owns this coffee shop is asking if we could me and a friend could display art here for a month and he was just like yes of course and then when that was done Cedric was saying that he really loved having art up because he's had it before but not on a regular basis so then I said okay I can help you find people because I know a lot of people who are I mean are creative in many different mediums so he was just like yeah okay, okay sure that would be great and then he's just like would you mind running it and it's like Okay, so then since then I'm I'm in doing the all the advertising to find the artist and the curator to look at the art. So far Art Attack has showcased works by twenty six artists
3: through monthly exhibitions. It is free for artists to exhibit and sell their works. But artists are asked to donate ten percent of the sales to a local charity of their choice.
4: I just love doing this and then seeing especially coming in on a when we are doing the display hanging and then because we do that during the day when people are here seeing the kids come in and people just being of awe of the stuff that we put up on the walls it is pretty cool to, to be here and see their reaction because otherwise they might not even be exposed to this kind of art and then so I'm hoping that this will continue and I plan to be here and hope to be here in Taiwan forever. Soderbergh hopes to continue to provide a platform
3: for artists and share the beauty of Taiwan to more people. FTV reporters Stephanie Yang and Shi Bohan in Taipei.
0: Fewer people are choosing to retire in Taiwan amid the reshoring of Taiwanese businesses and aging society. According to the latest government data, only 99-thousand people retired in 2021. That's the first time in six years that the figure dropped below the 100-thousand-person mark. Meanwhile, the average age of all employees in Taiwan hit 40-point-4 years, a rise of 1-point-4 years from a decade before. Experts say one of the factors that could be affecting the change is the executive Yuan's introduction of three major action plans to boost investment in Taiwan. All three plans have been extended to 2024 and are expected to create an additional 40-thousand jobs in Taiwan. That combined with rising inflation has made people push back retirement, resulting in current labor figures. Taipei's Grand Hotel is grand above ground, but it also boasts a network of mysterious underground tunnels under its foundation. The public has always known about the secret passageways designed to evacuate world leaders in case of emergency. Since its first partial opening to the public, visitors have flocked to the hotel for guided tours of the subterranean paths that were once off-limits. Now the Grand Hotel is revealing the second exit of its western tunnels. Let's go explore.
2: The Yunshan Tunnel's whereabouts have always been kept in secret. Some think the tunnel leads to the presidential office, others say to a secret military base. Now on camera, we'll give you the grand reveal. It all leads here to Jiantan Park.
5: The exit of the tunnel is shrouded behind two stone walls five meters tall. If you weren't aware of its existence, then you might have never even noticed the blue entrance gate. The escape tunnel was constructed to evacuate the president and international dignitaries in case of an emergency. Before the final reveal, the rumors abounded. No one except a select few knew where the exit was but now it's no longer a mystery.
2: In the last two years, though we still had some losses from the pandemic, our turnover still came out third of all hotels in Taipei. As a culturally-oriented hotel, we actually attract many visitors from home and abroad.
5: Since their introduction to the public, guided tours of the underground tunnels have brought in a great share of the hotel's revenue. In 2019, when the tunnel on the western wing opened to visitors, it attracted more than 50,000 in the first three months. And even during the pandemic, there were 170,000 visitors in 2020. Now that Taiwan is ready to reopen to tourism, the Grand Hotel has opened up another passageway to visit in hopes of attracting the first wave of international tourists with its rich history and legacy. World Heart Day, observed
0: on September 29th, is a chance to raise awareness about heart disease, which in Taiwan is the second biggest cause of death. Heart failure is the biggest killer and happens when the heart is unable to pump blood around the body as well as it should. On Thursday, representatives from the Health Promotion Administration and the Taiwan Heart Foundation urged the general public to go for regular checkups. Let's hear from the Taiwan Heart Foundation.
2: The prevalence of heart failure is 3%, meaning that 3 out of every 100 people have heart failure. Its symptoms include fatigue, swelling, and shortness of breath. The 5-year survival rate is just 50%. It takes a huge toll on your health.
0: Doctors say that swelling around the body, and especially in the lower limbs, can be a sign of heart disease. Excessive tiredness after walking up or going upstairs and shortness of breath when resting can also indicate a problem. They add that patients with heart failure are more prone to also develop chronic kidney disease. They say people with symptoms should seek medical advice to get the necessary help. Wearing elegant uniforms and perched on white pumps,
6: students from Mingchuan University dance in formation. They are part of the team of ushers for National Day. Their talents don't end at dance. This student from Thailand is skilled at Muay Thai too. There are also a couple of music virtuosos, This year, due to COVID, the National Day ushers will be wearing face masks at all times. With their smiles covered, how can they look amiable?
2: Since we are wearing face masks, we can exaggerate our speaking inflection more. Smiling with our eyes is also extremely important. That's how you can show a smile. We are smiling in our hearts, which shows on our faces. In terms of makeup, we can pay more attention to the eye area. Using earth tones like oranges and reds can bring out expression in the eyes.
6: Several of the ushers could be the long-lost twins of local celebrities. With her delicate facial features and big eyes, this usher is said to look like actor-model Tiffany Hsu. Others swear this other usher's gaze is just like that of actor Riddy and
2: Vaughn. I've had many friends and classmates tell me that there is some resemblance in the eyes and nose. Maybe it's because of my eyes. Some say their shape is similar to Tiffany's shoes.
6: This year, the celebrations are bigger, meaning there will be almost 70 ushers from three different universities. The ushers from Mingchuan University follow their teachers' instructions to perfection. It shows that they've gone through two hours of training every day, including weekends, all to have an impeccable performance
0: on the big day the House Foreign Affairs Committee has introduced its own version of the Taiwan Policy Act of 2022 the bill is very similar to the version submitted by the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee they both call on the u.s. to offer Taiwan 6.5 billion u.s. in military financing and rename Taiwan's representative office in the u.s. in the press release the head of the House Foreign Affairs Committee said that now was the time to arm Taiwan before an invasion occurs not after
5: we will continue to support Taiwan's self-defense.
2: Speaking to U.S. troops stationed in Japan, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris reiterated support for Taiwan. Over in the U.S., the head of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, Michael McCaul, has introduced its version of the Taiwan Policy Act of 2022. The bill is very similar to the version passed by the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee. They both call for 6.5 billion U.S. dollars in foreign military financing for Taiwan over five years. However, the House version includes two clauses that were deleted from the Senate version, those being to rename Taiwan's representative offices in the U.S. and to elevate the rank of the U.S. representative to Taiwan with confirmation from the Senate.
6: After the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. Congress has stated that it is better to provide the necessary assistance before something happens than after. I think that bills related to Taiwan's security and to strengthening Taiwan's self-defense should be able to pass quickly.
2: Though the two versions of the bill share many similarities, there are some points that the House and Senate will have to negotiate and come to an agreement on. The bill must be sent to the White House and approved by U.S. President Joe Biden before January 3, 2023, so that it can become law. Meanwhile, ties between the U.S. and Taiwan keep growing stronger, with the recent completion of a new Taiwanese defense office in the U.S. inaugurated by Taiwan's representative to Washington, Xiaobi Kim. The mission's logo features elements of both national flags of Taiwan and the U.S.
5: (laughs)
6: The ROC defense mission to the USA is essentially the first point of communication for military exchanges between Taiwan and the U.S. That includes training programs for important Taiwanese officials in the U.S.
2: From the new defense mission building to the Taiwan Policy Act, Taiwan and the U.S. are working hard to nurture the relationship.
0: Taiwan on Thursday further eased border controls for international travel. PCR testing upon arrival in Taiwan is no longer compulsory for all travelers, and the cap on weekly arrivals has been raised to 60,000. Government officials say the next step of the reopening will come on October 13 with the removal of travel quarantines. On that day, the ban on international tour group travel will also be lifted, and visa-exempt entry privileges will resume for all eligible travelers.
2: travelers return to Taiwan with their luggage in tow. Saliva tests upon arrival at the airport are no longer required under the latest easing of border controls. Instead, travelers are issued with four free rapid tests to take home. Large groups of passengers line up in the baggage claim area to receive their test kits.
6: Remember to take a rapid test on days 1, 3, 5, and 7 after you return home.
2: COVID prevention staff explain in detail how to use the rapid test kits. International arrivals still have to do three days of quarantine, but travelers say that not having to do PCR on arrival is a change for the better.
6: It only took about half an hour. It was fast, better than I imagined. And they have professionals to help you understand the information and fill out the forms. It's excellent.
2: In this first phase of border control easing, saliva PCR testing on arrival is no longer required for all passengers. The cap on inbound travelers has been raised to 60,000 per week. There are still three days of mandatory quarantine, but travelers are now allowed to stay one person per room instead of one person per residence. Border controls will be further relaxed beginning October 13th with the removal of travel quarantines, a rise of the weekly cap on inbound travelers to 150,000, and the lifting of a ban on international tour group travel. Travelers will still be issued full rapid tests upon arrival. <laughs>
6: The accuracy of rapid tests is generally pretty high, so I think they can actually replace PCR tests.
2: Now that Taiwan's borders are opening up, the CCC also confirmed that the 24,000 quarantine hotels across the country will be phased out and returned to normal business as soon as October 15th. Health officials say that home isolation will remain for COVID patients moving forward. That means that people who test positive should consult a doctor online and isolate at home for 7 days.